welcome back to Dance with Fine Art. Join us today for a very, I'm thinking possibly cursed episode. I think it might be as well. I think, I was thinking about this actually before we started recording, I think Ethan must have left his cursed Saffron Doe vibes with us. Yes. Because since then, for context here, <laughs> we've had an absolute roller coaster. Currently, the state of affairs in this house is, there's four of us in the house, two of us have COVID, Izzy feels ill. <laughs> I don't know, what, it's not COVID, I just, I think it's just a cold, but also apologies because I sound very like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a cold. I think I'm. I think I'm okay now. I don't think I sound that bunged up. No. I don't know. And then also this morning we woke up to find we have no heating and no hot water. And it's Good Friday, so that means digs are going to be really shit to apply. <laughs> so it's going well for us. Yeah, it's a great start. I'm aware I did just start the episode with "Hello." Let me complain about my life. For, no, I for think a that's fair. I think it's good. But also I feel like it leads us on quite nicely because obviously we're. Mm. We've got a lot on our plate at the moment, mm-hmm. um, what with COVID, illness, lack of hot water, heating, <laughs> general stress. Mm. Um, so what's the date today? What are we? Oh. Are we the 15th? Roughly, yes. Yes, we are the f- Friday the 15th of April and on the 25th of April, I think it's the 25th, mm-hmm. we start setting up our degree show. <laughs> ah. So we're quite... Um, very odd vibes in the house. Yeah, I, I would say odd vibes, actually, because I don't feel too panicked yet, but yes. I think it's coming. <laughs> yes, I very much agree with that. So essentially for this episode, we've kind of decided that we're actually going to give each other a tutorial, mm. which, no, we have not planned this at all. <laughs> yeah, we um, very much sat down and just pressed record, so hello and welcome. <laughs> so I think the rough idea is that we're going to do, obviously, this very brief introduction, and then we're going to set like a maybe like a 30 minute timer yeah we're gonna do this properly and just like let the other person like talk about whatever it is they need to talk about Mm. and then try and give some feedback and i think it's interesting as well because obviously when we started this podcast like that was a large part of why we started it was was so we could like help work through things Mm -hmm. but we've definitely done some tutorial type kind of feedback sessions on here but Mm. i think this is quite interesting because this is quite a um it's almost like reminiscent of a very typical actual like staff member tutorial in that like you have a 30 minute slot you can talk about what you need to talk about and then Mm -hmm. we're moving on yeah yeah Um, so yeah i hope you guys enjoy it yeah i hope hope this is helpful for us as well yes (laughs) not to be selfish but (laughs) i know i really need it to be helpful um who wants to go first would you like to go first as in i you get the tutorial first. okay okay nice cool do you want to set a time set a t- yeah. or Let should we set just... a timer on my phone? Yeah. And then it will. Well, we could, let I us would know. say we could manually do it. But oh, that... 30 minutes. Whoa. That's from the COVID test I did this morning. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Okay. Are you ready for your 30 minute tutorial? Oh my God. Am I ready? It's just <laughs> like a wave. I'm like, oh. Christ, what am I doing at the moment? Okay. Yeah. Why am I. This is normally the nerves. Well, not. I don't really get nervous before we start recording, but I feel like now this is the before recording energy yeah. of like, oh my God, am I ready? Like, uh, we've very much ready? just sorted into this. Okay. Sure. I'm sure yeah. I'm ready. The time is really scaring me for some reason, but let's just go. Apologies. It'll be fine. Three. No. Two. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Okay. Let's go. 30 minutes starting now. Oh God. Why is this so weird? So, right. Where am I at the moment? Yes. So, I have like loads of ceramic y bits. They're uh-huh. being fired. They're all from the background. They're irrelevant to me right now. Nice. When I, are you picking those up? Next week. They're okay. kind of like done. You know, like I'm. I'm done, done can't with them. do anything more to yeah. that. I think all I need to do with them is like curate them nicely with sort of bits and bobs that I found. So I think that'll be okay. Obviously, this is quite good because you know the cabinet plinth situation. I yes. don't have to like 
Although I guess the listener doesn't, but we've banged on about it a little bit. Like we're trying to get some tablets and plinths. It's stressful. It's it's kind of happening and not happening simultaneously. Yeah. We'll see. It's weirdly time consuming yes. and energy consuming yeah. and Which thought consuming. I think is my problem because the last tutorial I had a lot of energy was on that, and then I was like, actually, my work. I don't know what's yeah. happening there. So that's what this is, and I think the bit of my work that I'm struggling with at the moment is like the sort of drawings and the papery side of things because essentially I kind of lost track a little bit of like what it was doing or like why I was doing it or like what it was it was just like its own thing and I was like just coloring things in for the sake of it and I was like wait what am I huh yeah so I think it'd be helpful for me to trace it back yeah and talk through its progression I think it's one of those classic things where like it got quite nice and experimental and yeah. like that's the bit I like but then it's like this is the bit where it's like trying to draw it into something and like resolve it that yeah. I'm struggling with. I do very much relate to that actually like I think I'm I think I'm on the border of that happening to a couple of bits of my practice of mm-hmm. like I've almost lost the roots of like why I started doing it and mm-hmm. then that's not necessarily too much of an issue but when it comes to like conceptualizing it or like adding context to the work you've done it actually makes it quite challenging and Mm. I think it also has the effect of like it almost like destabilizes you a bit because you're like this has become such a like pertinent part of my practice and I can't tell you where it came from or why I'm doing it yeah it's kind of quite a like almost like panic inducing sort of thought process so we can very much like try and go back and like work through this is once again an art therapy session it is um so I'm gonna go back to like Christmas times okay Mistletoe and wine. Christmas times. Basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> like medieval times. The time when it was all Christmas. <laughs> so when Christmas first began. Um, so essentially over Christmas, I did some drawing. It was quite nice. It was just quite chill. And I would... was this for your. Was this like for studio work, or was this just in of. your spare time? It was kind of a bit of both. Okay. Like it wasn't. Yeah, I think I was struggling, and I was like, I need to make some art that would help me. So it was oh, pretty chill. Okay. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this big thing. It was like, I just sat down with a little A5 sheet of paper and I did a, like this little series of like, I'd just call them things, which I'm using that word a lot for things in my work. <laughs> but um, I was just drawing like, I'd describe them as kind of unplaceable, like they're sort of organic forms, but they're also, some of them were like a little bit reminiscent of maybe like sculptures I'd made or some of them had little like growing tangly bits like i think in my head i very much refer to them as the tangly boys right i'm not sure why i don't know if it came from you or if it just came from my head i i think of my sculptures that i did before christmas as quite tangly and then those were more like thingy but okay interesting i think both apply to both they're not very specific (laughs) words so that was like the first drawings i did and those are very much just like traditional i did a drawing there's like a little series of nine as it stands and then what did I do next? Oh, and then it was for the miniatures. I started drawing on both sides of the paper and I was like, oh, I like that this makes it a little bit more interesting and in that it makes the paper not just a flat surface. It's like, it's suddenly sculptural in a way. It's like 3D. Oh uh, yeah, so it's not like a flat surface of like there is a drawing on a flat surface. Like it's all flat, it's all 2D. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, there's a drawing in front of another drawing, therefore it's become like three-dimensional in a yeah, way. And like got, got layers to it. <laughs> Good old Shrek. Um, it's like an onion. <laughs> a little onion. So I did that. And I think that was really, I think that was quite exciting. And then it brought that new layer to it. But then I didn't really know what to do with it. So then that's where the experimentation started. Uh-huh. Where I was kind of, for the miniatures, I did lots of tiny drawings. Double-sided and they hung in a row. 
which was all right. But then I started doing, going back to the bigger, I mean, they were miniature because it was the miniature show. Mm -hmm. So I started going back to the bigger ones and drawing on both sides of the paper. And like, I don't know, they were kind of stuck on the window. Like I, I wasn't, I hadn't, it was quite experimental. I hadn't really decided like how I'd display them. And then at some point I introduced water. I can't remember why directly. Like, mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was that made me go, like, let me put that drawing in a bucket of water. But I like that when you've got a collection of all, like, the things that we've, you know, like, the ceramics and, like, the things that I've found, and then you've got, like, water-soaked paper, there's a very, like, watery vibe to the whole assemblage yeah. that I quite like. It makes water, like, a process in the background. Like, it's not, like, anything directly on the table is yeah. submerged at that point, but it's kind of... You can see the effects of it. Yeah. So I liked that. And then... Oh yeah, so then I had a tutorial where we were looking at one of my drawings that had been soaked in water and that was on the window. And I don't even think it was double-sided, it was just on the window. Mm -hmm. And it had some little like holes in it and like the, the light from the window was playing on it. And we were kind of talking about like there's almost too many... It was a bit confusing what it was doing because, okay. because it was a drawing. Is everything okay? Sorry, I just saw like a rubber glove. Oh. I think they're cleaning the... Like next door is cleaning the wall. Oh. Hello. That just sorry. That, that was, was so weird. I was like, why is there something? <laughs> Back again. Oh, wait. I can't. Oh yeah, I see. Oh yeah, they're cleaning them. Okay, that's fine. I didn't know if it was a weird bird. I was like, what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Where you gone from? That. Don't worry. Um, so yes, it was like it was one drawing. Okay. Like a thing, you know. And like one of your thingy boys. A thingy boy. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and. And you'd soaked it in paper. I soaked paper. it in water. So, yeah. yeah, soaked the paper in water. And so it was like a little bit crunch, uh, crinkled, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like it had a couple of little tears in it, which you could like see through to the outside world. Okay. And then also like the sunlight was like kind of moving playing, yeah. on the surface. And we were talking about it was nice that there was multiple layers of like agency. There was like water and then there was like, because it was the way it's on the window, it's like the outside is authoring it in a way. Yeah. But then Simon was kind of saying that like, gets a bit confused it's like your brain's trying to unpick what the drawing is but then there's so many other things and I was like okay interesting so then that's why I started doing just like I kind of abandoned the like actual thing and I started yeah. just doing just plain Sheets. well not plain but you know just mark making yeah. on a sheet because I was like maybe then that'll look more at just what's happening to the paper rather than like your brain's not trying to unpick a drawing it's like looking at yes but then that's where it all got a bit confusing because then I was just colouring in sheets of paper and putting them in water and being like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm kind of sad that I've lost. Well, not, that sounds really... I'm sad that I've lost. But, you know, like, it's... I liked... It's kind of lost the idea of, like, the double-sided thing. That's yeah. gone by the wayside. And also, I'm just... I don't know. There's something about it that's just not quite resolving. Like, at some point, I was trying to do, like, paper sculptures, like, more 3D, uh -huh. which I just wasn't vibing with. I couldn't get that to work. Yeah. And then... When I did the massive sheet of uh -huh. paper and I soaked that in water. So for for the listener, that was like I had a square meter of paper and I just coloured it in with a pencil. <laughs> both sides. Both sides of it. Um, and the reason I did both sides was because, again, I'm not sure whether to hang them in the window or like hang them in the space. And I was like, if it's both sides, both sides then you can... Yeah. And let's not forget that you also stained the bathtub. Well, I was getting to that, yeah. <laughs> so I coloured it in both sides and then obviously it was so big I had to use a bathtub to soak it in and then all the graphite, well not all of it, but loads of the graphite lifted off and just like, it wasn't my bath. <laughs> I just stayed in this bathtub and I was like, whoops. 
And also what happened um, was because obviously the piece of paper was so large, it kind of collapsed under its own weight, like when I took it out. And uh, so it split into three, which I wasn't angry about. No. Like, And that's what was interesting is that actually where it split, there's like two pieces that sort of have the edges and then yeah. there's like a middle bit. Okay. And the middle bit is actually the most effective, I think, because it's lost... Simon said it's lost its oblongness. Like, it no longer looks like a piece of paper in that way. Yeah, it's not like, oh, that is a square piece of paper that has had something done to it. Like, that's just an undefined shape Mm -hmm. of a material that has had something done to it. It's like a fragment, which I quite like, because, again, with the the things that I've gathered, they're all, like, fragmenty bits. Yeah. And so I, I kind of like that I'm replicating the process, but through drawing. And I also had it as well that I was doing it with some of the quotes that I had. But then something that's happened recently is somebody pointed out to me that it's not obvious that they're water-soaked. They just look like I've crumpled. And I was like, oh, that changes things. I don't know how to... I think that's maybe what's just been the last little straw that broke the camel's back is I'm like, oh, now they don't even... I didn't even think of that. Like, to me, it's obvious because I did it. And I don't know how to make it obvious that that's what's happened other than maybe just with, like, the label that's, like, water-soaked paper. But I feel like that's a bit of a cop-out. So is it important to you that, like it's easily identifical to the viewer that it's, like, water has been a part of this? Yeah. Is it not just enough that, like, you know that water has been a I part mean, of it? I mean, I think it's important that... So I, you want the viewer to be able to, like... I want... Like, I, what I liked about when I had, yeah, the water-soaked paper and then my ceramic bits, because I want to tie it all together, uh-huh. is that there's this feeling of, like, water and process behind it all. Okay. Whereas if I've just scrunched off a piece of paper, I don't think that has the same, like, idea of non-human material agencies yeah. and... Yeah, I don't... I just really thought the way the paper would like, was buckling was oh, kind of obvious. I was going to say, like, like, personally, I actually disagree with that. Like, mm. I think that it's quite obvious that it's mm. been soaked in water, particularly because, like... I'm not being funny, but you've been, like, sticking them to windows. Yeah. Paper doesn't just stick to windows like that. It needs water to stick to a window yeah, like that. that's another thing. Like, I know it's quite hard to, like, articulate for someone who hasn't seen them, but, like, there is very much a quality of, like... I don't know, like, you know when you have, like, a, um, oh, what are they called? Like, a, almost like a sucker thing, like a... Oh, and the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously when you stick those onto a mm-hmm. tile, like, in the bathroom, like, it very much does a, like, it really, like, compresses to the tile. Yeah. Like, your paper has a similar quality. Yeah. It's not just, like, stuck on with blue tack or tape. Like, yeah. the bits that are touching the window have, like, really, like, melded into... Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. very clear that, like that's, like, suckered onto it. Mm. Which is another interesting thing, because I don't know, like, if I'd... I'd have to make that in the space if I wanted to do that same, like, suckering it onto the window yeah. in the show. And, again, that's another issue I'm having is whether to hang things or, like, stick yeah. them to the window or, like... There's just a lot of factors flying around, I think, in my head. Yeah. And I, I don't know how that. to bring them down <laughs> together. One thing I was wondering about doing is maybe doing something with writing... I did this one, I, the one, I'd done one that I liked where I've got quite an important quote that's about looking, it's quite hard to summarise neatly, okay. um, <laughs> especially I'm aware we're, we're on a time limit, um, but it's from the Thing Theory text, which is quite like important to what I'm looking at, and it's talking about how we tend to look through objects, Okay. so like you see a lamp and you don't look at the lamp, you go like, ah, oh, yes, that's a lamp, and I, you look through the idea of a lamp and to everything you know about lamps, you're like, that will make light, that will like okay. turn on and off, like, might be metal, or probably have a light bulb, like, nice. you kind of look through it. Whereas it's talking, this quote talks about the idea of, like, when things block, 
when you don't look through something when you you're forced to look at it like if you don't if it breaks okay. or like you don't know what it is yeah. then you're no longer like ah yes that's a lamp and that does that like if the bulb blows you're suddenly like really in there looking at like how to get the bulb out or like yeah. when things stop working as they should which again is something I quite like with the idea of a window because it's using a window metaphor in the quote and talking about looking through a window versus looking at the pane of the window, oh. which is quite fun. And so I did a thing with text where I wrote the quote mirrored on the back of the paper uh-huh. and then you read it through the paper. Okay. And it's got that whole idea of like reading through. And also when you look at the text backwards, it it's kind of broken. You can't read it because it's backwards and like the letters are all wrong. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if bringing some... That's what I'm trying to do at the moment is like slap on some bandage with like text. Uh-huh. Like I'm trying to write some text to like bring it together a little bit. And I don't know maybe to incorporate that into it. I just, I don't know. Like I feel like I've just been frantically colouring pieces of paper and throwing them in water for a while and it's just <laughs> not working. And I'm like, okay, I need to try something else here. So that's my issue. I can see your stress. <laughs> yes, understand that. Because it's, oh, it's one of those, I almost feel like it needs more experimentation to resolve it like I'm not going to think of something I might just need to stumble across something but then like I'm running out of time and I definitely can understand sort of essentially like your worry behind that yeah but also like I know you've mentioned to me in the past and I think this might just be worth bringing up again but like Mm. I know you said previously that like you have a real habit of like you want an answer with Mm. your work like you want a definitive like (laughs) I'm searching for the correct thing. Mm. Like, that doesn't work <laughs> in art. You can't get a correct thing. Yes, yeah, it's so true. Um, and, like, I understand that, you know, if it's not... If what you're doing isn't quite satisfying, like, that part of you that's telling you it's not mm. quite right, that's completely valid. But also, like, I think it's important not to get caught up in this idea of, like, the perfect way of doing things mm-hmm. or like the perfect way of having it or like interpreting it or working with it like mm-hmm. what you're doing is still still very valid <laughs> do you know what i mean like you've done some really interesting things and like okay maybe there's a part of you that's saying like it's not quite right that's completely fair yeah but also like what you have done it's still it's not like you've just come to me and you're like so i now work in like acrylic and like <laughs> I'm doing realism and like landscapes or something in like bright like fauvism colours or something like that would be a bit weird for you but like what you're doing is still very much within the realm of like you and your mm-hmm. interests and like do you know what I mean you're just I feel like you're just kind of exploring like a tangent that like yeah maybe isn't quite connected yet but like it doesn't mean it won't be it might not connect it, mm. it might but like it doesn't mean you have to get to the connection right now yes. like it's still a very valid exploration. Yeah. I think that's very true because what I've done is like, I've set aside, you know, this week I'm like, okay, Easter. And I very much put like kind of accidentally pressure on it to yeah. be like, right. So you're going to have this resolved by the end of the week. And I can kind of tell like that, that that's like, I don't even know if you realize it, but like, even I can see that that's how you're thinking about this. Like yeah. you want a resolution to it. Yeah. And I think, I think it's also that thing that sometimes you can tell yourself, like you make narratives for yourself and then you, they're like self-fulfilling prophecies. So I think I tell myself that I'm okay, like, I quite like the experimentation stage. I'm good yeah. at that. And then I'm not good at the resolving stage. And then by telling myself that I then, I will never be happy with anything because I'm like, well, I'm not good at this bit. So I can't. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think maybe doing more experimentation, but not seeing it necessarily as just like, oh, this is an experimentation stage and we've yeah. still got a whole other stage to do. Like, it's fine to just stay in that stage 
and then pick up the bits like you know when the cu- the curation is almost the resolving of it yeah. like you pick up the bits that you like and even if you don't like any of it then what can you do you just got to keep trying like i think yeah. at the moment i'm i haven't really like i've done some bits but i'm not doing them with very much conviction because yeah. i'm telling myself that it's not working yeah me. and so i'm just gonna do other things which i think the text will help i'm quite excited to do yeah. that but I that think, is a very yeah, good point. Maybe it's worth like I don't know if it'd be this would actually be helpful to you, but like spending <laughs> some time trying to like shift your mindset slightly from like mm. this isn't resolved because like you can't that's not a thing in art. You can't resolve like yeah. there's not a resolution to your artwork, it's artwork. Mm. Maybe trying to like stop thinking like that and almost like I don't know, kind of look at what you've got. Like, not just in this semester or necessarily, like, this year, just, like, across your entire practice mm. and be like, okay, so, like, what bits do I like? Do you and know? then kind of almost, like, bringing them together and being like, okay, so these are the things that I'm sort of pleased with or, like, I felt yeah. excited doing or, like, these are the bits I want to show because it's, like, a good representation of, like, what I've done. Yeah. Yes. I think what would be helpful as well is, like, getting out of my... I think moving all of my drawings into the space, like yes. add a Grisha space, because at the moment it's pretty empty, and then I can just like hold it and like place it in a yeah. very empty white room. Yeah. I think that would be really helpful because at the moment they are just in a pile in my dark room. It's and, never like, gonna help. It doesn't look good. No. <laughs> like it looks like a pile of wet paper, which is what <laughs> it is. And like also, it's really, there's. Do you remember at uh, like secondary school or maybe even primary school would be? People get like wet paper towels or like wet <laughs> toilet paper and just like throw it at the wall or the ceiling in the toilets. And I'm like, oh god, that's what I'm making. <laughs> like it looks like that. So I think I need to put it in an art space. Yeah. So that I can have a bit more of a kind look yes. at it. <laughs> I think that's I think good. that would help. So I think maybe next week sometime I should I should do that because I think that would really help. Yeah. And also just for the fact that like your mind does Going back to the quote that you like, like your mind does very much like it adjusts to what it's seeing. Mm. So like if you're seeing your work every single day, it's in a pile in the corner of your room where you spend every day. You stop looking at what you've actually done and then you just kind of have, you almost like attach an emotion to it and you just see that emotion Mm -hmm. instead of the actual work. Yeah. So I think taking it out and like putting it into a new space is good for both being kind to your work, <laughs> but also like helping to like almost like kick you out of that place of like, oh yeah, that's just my drawings, yeah. and actually like looking at them again and being like, ah, this this looks like that, this does that. Yeah. If you put it in this kind of space, if you put those two together, that happens. Mm-hmm. Like actually, kind of looking at it with almost like fresh eyes a bit. So yeah. I think getting it in a different space would be really helpful. Yes, I agree. I do think there is still something. I know that I know that we're not trying to look for answers here, but I think I do still need to work out this whole thing with like what I mean, kind of yeah, where I'm going to present them. But then again, that's something I can work out in the space. But like the whole thing of what agencies I'm looking at, like yeah. if it's if I want something on the window, so that's something you're really interacting with the idea of a window and the outside, yeah, and looking at the pane of glass, or like if I want to do if I want to include any like actual thing drawings rather than just sheets of yeah like yes it's like that thing i said of it's come on a little journey and there's been things i've like picked up and dropped off along the way and i don't know if i want to go back and be like oh actually i do want that yeah and therefore i need to i don't know if i'd even need to make any new work because i've just got loads of stuff kicking about my studio yeah 
Hmm, I just need to collect, I think. Okay. Collect and gather and assess. Yeah. I mean, I think that sounds good. And also, I mean, there's definitely, like, in terms of, you know, you've gone on your little journey, you can step <laughs> up, drop stuff off. Like, I think that's quite a good analogy, like, mm-hmm. a good way of looking at it. I, like, I really enjoy that, actually. Yeah, I quite enjoy that. Because, I mean, surely there's nothing wrong with... This is, like, my newfound mindset, which I've been finding quite helpful, so uh-huh. like, it might be helpful for you as well. But, mm-hmm. like, just for example, like, you know, um, the embossing that I did. I'm sure I'll come to explain this when it comes to my tutorial, but, like, the embossing and, like, the drawing and mm-hmm. the little skull and the little piece of text, like, that wasn't... in. It's not like I sat down and I was like, I want something to do yeah. with, like, water and therefore made something to do with water and designed it and like that is it yeah like it was very much i did a drawing because i was interested in like bones and kind of wood rings and like you know i had like a few concepts kicking about that like are relevant and both i was mm-hmm. like i just need to do something so i'll do that and then i did it and i was like hey i like that i want that up but yeah. like i want it with something so i was like ah, oh, i'll put it with the skull because that's what yeah. i based it from and then i was like oh actually it'd be interesting to do something else and then i for some reason I wanted to do embossing. So then I was just like, you know, it wasn't my intention, it was very much like I went to the technician with the drawing and with some other ideas, thinking she was just gonna like tell me what would work. Mm. Except I went in and I was like, so I have this, and she was like, great, I'll put it on a screen now. And I was like, oh, oh <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. But like, I needed to learn how to do embossing, so I went with it. And then actually, I love that, and now that's going with yeah. it as well. And then I found a quote, and I was like, do you know what, that quote really helps like, almost like tie in with the pieces of work so like I've written that up and that's going to go with it as well like yeah it's very much just I kind of have taken the approach of if I do something and I like it great I like it that's now part of my practice Mm -hmm. and it's going up Mm -hmm. I think it makes me think of like not looking at something too square on yeah like you've got to kind of pretend that you're not interested and it's just in the peripheral vision and then then you're like "Mm -hmm, bam got it (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think that's the issue is that like I started off like that I was like sure let's try soaking I can't remember what it was exactly that made me put the water in the paper 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 in the the water water. that really confused me (laughs) it's like huh something about that doesn't work but then you know then when I put it all together I was like oh cool this watery thing's happened like where it draws everything together Mm. which is nice and that was like you say that thing of it was wasn't intentional I wasn't like oh I need something that's going to draw it all together yeah so I'm going to do this but now that's happened I'm trying to really bring that out and so it's that thing whereas it's flipped and I'm trying to do something yeah which is just not yeah not how it works you yeah. need to like I don't know it's like I need to pretend that I'm not doing it and yeah then, like, I get what you mean accident, which is oh it's just so difficult when you have like a deadline coming up and you're like you, yeah. yeah it's the fickleness of trying to mm. make your art well work. I mean it's good because like like you said you did something that like you know that was it, it you didn't plan to do that like you did it and you were like oh this is something like this kind of works yeah so like that thing that you did that is a finished thing like you've mm. got that you did that you're excited by it mm-hmm. fantastic like that's a great part of your practice mm. what you're doing now is trying to like almost like evolve on from that yeah. and like maybe there's just not an evolution on from that yeah or like not one that you can achieve right now maybe it'll happen over the course of like a year yeah. of just kind of playing with a few different things and seeing how it changes mm-hmm. like it doesn't necessarily mean there is another step on from it like there yeah. may well be but you know you don't have to like literally like sit in your room and give yourself a week to figure out if there is or not yes that's just so true you know when you say it like that i'm like that's so obvious Anna. but also that like, you know it's your degree show and i can understand wanting you want to have the best representation of your work and you want to be happy with what you're showing yeah 
but you know your degree <clears throat> show is just a show in what will probably be many of your lifetime yeah you can kind of have like different iterations of that one piece of work maybe yeah that's true that's true i think it's hard to resolve something that was very like it wasn't like i did a very specific drawing and i was like oh i just need to move that bit of that drawing yeah. it's a bit out of proportion it's like something that was very almost out of my control and that was what was good about it was it was out of my control in a way yeah so now i'm trying to refine it it's like there's clashing interests here yeah maybe that can't be done i mean yeah. have you ever thought about like i'm sure you've probably done this but i'll bring it up anyway <laughs> like obviously you said you've got like a few different do you know what to call it like things that you're looking at yeah in terms like, of, like strands or water and then you've got like you mm. know a whole like window thing that you want to do mm -hmm. and then you've got like your thingy boys and like the double-sided <laughs> drawings but like maybe the double-sided drawings didn't work with the water thing yeah and could you almost like make like a note of each of the things you would you're wanting mm -hmm. to kind of look at and then make something for each thing yeah like just to kind of be like okay i've got something that like covers each of my interests or like what yeah. it is i'm like i don't know if you get this but i feel like my body sometimes like itches to do a particular thing it's like <laughs> i i want like i'm interested in that i want that yeah so like you make a piece of work to satisfy that itch yeah and then you kind of keep it a bit more separate because then you're going to have work that will cover all the things that you want in your practice mm. and then you might have room to like start combining or not combining or like yeah i think i do need to do do you know you might take a bit of the pressure off a little bit <clears throat> yeah i think i i don't think i've done that directly but i think that would probably be helpful is to really write down everything just wrap my head around it all yeah do you I... love my map yeah like you know my mind map like, i have like yeah. all my concepts on it and like mm -hmm. they're all connected in little links yeah i need to so i don't know that i'd do like things I need to make but I think it'd be helpful to go through things I have made yeah. and to assign them like see how they connect see, because yeah like that's the thing with that drawing is lots of ideas were getting muddled and that's why I've dropped some of them off yeah and yeah so it would be good to see if that can be picked up anywhere else or like if it's better to be just left or like yeah I do need to sort of wrap my head around it a bit but yes I, I am doing this text like I said which I'm quite excited about I'm, I'm gonna I don't know how much longer I've got left on my little timer before I launch into a whole other thing I'm doing. One minute and five seconds. That's okay, I can do a really, that's really <laughs> subtle. So essentially, I'm writing a text. Um, it's not like, oh god, I'm sorry, would you, you let me to add no, a couple of minutes? No, 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 add a no, minute. no, okay. Uh... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Izzy's covered up the timer now, so I'm going to stop panicking. So yeah, it's not like an exhibition text where it's like, Anna does this with her work. Yeah. It's quite a, well, hopefully, if it works out quite a sort of poetic oh, thing nice. that I'm gonna it's gonna be very like or hopefully gonna evoke the idea of like these processes as well yeah. so alongside and I almost want to do <laughs> this sounds insane but like a history of the entire universe <laughs> I mean the degree show is being set up in two weeks but yeah okay um in terms of like a lot of the geological processes okay. and, like how elements are made ish and I think where I'm getting that, that book I was reading called The Sea Around Us by Rachel Carson. Uh -huh. And that's a kind of history science book, natural history, but it's written quite poetically. And again, it's that thing of I wasn't intending to write something like that, but then I started writing. I was like, oh, I can see that this is happening and that does link to that. I, I just think it's easier to start something new. Like I sat down yesterday, I was like, right, I'm going to start a text. And it was new and I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, this is fun. Yeah. Whereas when you've been doing something for ages, it's harder to like it, refine You kind it of lose the like, I don't know, kind of, thing that's driving you to explore yeah. and it just becomes like a chore of like yes. right now i need to sit down and do this again like yeah 
it's never fun when that happens. Mm. Yeah, so I'm hoping the text will kind of tie things together in a different way. Yeah. Um, but yes, I know that I don't know what the timer is, but I imagine it's pretty. Yeah. We can we can wrap that up there. I do like that though. I like the idea of text because, to be honest, I've not been thinking of something similar, but I have been considering text in the show mm. to like add a bit of. Uh, this is a slight tangent, but I thought it was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember in first semester, someone in my group said that like we were doing group tutorial mm-hmm. and like one of my paintings, they were like, oh, it's it's clear that like you've got a lot, like the painting is not the only part of your practice. Like it's clear you've got a lot of like thought process and like very meticulous like decision making going mm-hmm. on behind it. They're like, it just needs something else to like almost like anchor it and mm-hmm. like serve as a point for like the viewer to kind of start like considering it because mm. i think the painting they're referring to is literally like a tree trunk and a fish mm-hmm. and they were like you know there's clearly more behind that but they were like you've given us nothing to kind of try and figure it out yeah and that's really like stuck with me and i think yeah i wasn't thinking of doing something similar but i was thinking about maybe each artwork i put in the exhibition actually writing a really small paragraph about why like what it's about or like mm-hmm. why i've done it that way just because i personally like going somewhere and being able to understand the work i'm looking mm. at do you know what that we can also this can be a segue to yours if you want i don't mind but that what what that reminded me of or not reminded me of but like i can see because i know you were talking with the bmw shark one. Oh yes of like you talked me through piece. the reason yeah <laughs> of like why each one you know like why you picked each one yeah and there was was it like a there was a name that was the same like the fish and the tree or something <clears throat> like white bait oh yeah that that's, else? that's the other painting oh okay oh is that the fish yes yeah, it's the fish in the tree trunk yes so like it would be interesting if you even didn't have like oh like this is why i've chosen this and this is why i've chosen this but you know um again like maybe even in a natural history museum when you just have text about the exhibits yeah you could have like a little piece of text that's like a white bait as a tree or i can't remember oh, you know found yeah. in Aus- new zealand blah, blah 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 and then another one about like a tiny little one by the That's fish very like, interesting. oh white bait is a fish that lives blah, blah, blah. and then it's like you've not you've gone nicely between the two you haven't said like i chose this and this because x y z it's yeah. like here's a little bit more of a clue as to why i've done that but i'm not oh. going to tell you but it's a lot more obvious i like that as well because that's very like museum-y isn't yeah. it like it's less kind of art exhibition and more like scientific like yeah. this is this <laughs> i like so, that i'm gonna get a notepad because i need to write that down okay i do have one here you're welcome to use but that's all right, I should have one. do you want me to hang on let me set a timer for your one cool okay should i start your timer yes let's go i was born ready okay so tell me izzy about your practice <laughs> at the moment <laughs> it's scary isn't it i'm gonna get it my notepad is. out okay i think we seem to be having maybe slightly different issues oh, okay which i find quite interesting because usually we're quite um <laughs> I think, I don't know if we just like reflect each other's energy back at each other until we're both in a hole together, like, oh my god, how did we get here? (laughs) But yeah, like, I think I'm kind of taking a slightly different approach to the degree show, Mm. and it's really working for me. This is probably the first semester in my entire uni experience that I've actually felt like I'm enjoying making artwork, which is quite sad, really. But but... it's good that I'm, you know, it's good that you've got there. Yeah, (laughs) finally, three years. It's better late than never, as they say. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm kind of taking the approach of like, almost like making work for the space. So like, Mm. I'm I'm specifically designing artwork to go in it, Mm -hmm. which I'm I'm very well aware that that does not work for a lot of people. Mm. 
but I'm really liking it because I think it's um I wrote in my journal actually that it's really like taking the pressure off of mm. like I think before I had this mindset all the work that I made was very much I don't know almost like I'd sit down to make a piece of work with like very little idea I didn't really know what I felt like I should be playing and experimenting I felt like I should be doing like a finished piece that's really impressive mm. I felt like it needed to like contain all the concepts that I was looking at it needed to be a great reflection of my research like I think that's why I just didn't make work because every single time I tried to make artwork like that is what I was thinking Mm -hmm. and like how the hell do you make artwork when you're carrying like that much of like a burden Mm. on you know like all of that must come out in one painting I was like oh my god I feel suffocated (laughs) um so I think taking the approach of like you know, I'm not looking as critically at the indi- individual pieces of artwork mm. because as long as the, all the artwork comes together in the space and the space looks the way I want, then I've succeeded. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's taken a lot of the pressure off, I think, because mm. I'm being less critical That's about so an individual piece. That like that is kind of the opposite of what you would expect. It's like, oh my god, we've got the degree show coming up. Ah, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm so excited. Because yeah, I think what I wrote down there was it's like. If you're not making work for an exhibition specifically, or, you know, like a particular outcome, it is like you're just kind of making work for the abyss. You're just yeah. like, I'm going to make this and it's yeah. going to sit That's in terrifying. weird liminal space. Do you know how scary that is? <laughs> like, my poor little perfectionist brain cannot cope with that. Like, that's what, I think that's where I thrive, is I'm like, well, this doesn't have to be anything. <laughs> if it's shit, it's shit. Like, that's fine. I think Whereas, that, like, suffocates me. I'm like, oh, my so God. It's strange. Because now I'm like, oh, no, this has to go up. Ah! <laughs> God, this is so interesting. We're not it normally is. opposites. No, I like this. <laughs> but yeah, so like the degree show, I'm I'm always like using it as as a way to like almost like calm my mind down a bit and stop being such a perfectionist. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, the work I'm making still has to be to my standard, mm. which is quite high. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but that's okay because that's nothing new. Like, that's more that's like perfectionism based on my technical ability. Mm. And I love that. That makes me thrive because, mm. like, my technical ability is something I can improve at. Mm. So, like, if I don't get it right, I'll try again and I'll, I'll keep going until I do get it right. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's good. It's more the perfectionism of, like, I feel like everything I do has to be perfect. That's what I struggle with because, mm. like, how are you supposed to experiment or explore or progress when, like, you don't feel like you can do... Like, you can't let yourself do anything wrong, mm. which obviously is, like, quite... Yeah, it's quite suffocating and it's meant that, like, I don't feel that my practice has developed a lot. Mm -hmm. So this approach is, like, really working for me of, Mm -hmm. like, treating my my artworks as a collection rather than an individual piece. Yeah, because I think that's what I tend to do almost too much. Is it's, like, as an example... Sorry, Mm. not to make it about me, but, like, the other day when we were doing the... We had to take a piece of work in to be photographed for the catalogue mm. and I just arrived with a box of multiple things even though it was very clearly one work and I was like I just don't see any of my things as one yeah and I think in some ways yeah like it does take the pressure off in fact in many ways it does yeah but then that's what's interesting about the fact that you're making work for the space because I'm almost hiding in the fact that there's a collection I'm like it's fine I'm just gonna keep making work and chucking it on this weird collection pile and then I'm gonna rock up in the space and see what I can do yeah whereas yeah the fact that you're planning it for the space is interesting yeah and I think probably more beneficial (laughs) (laughs) I mean it seems to be working for me yeah like 
this is kind of the part of the tutorial that I could use advice ah, on. Yes. So like, I'm trying to plan like, obviously we don't have a lot of time left. <laughs> Try not to think about that. <laughs> but I don't, like I want more work in there, like mm. specifically paintings mm -hmm. and some embossings. I don't, you know, this is quite a new development. I now do embossing. Yeah, um, you're an embosser now. I am now, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm trying to like wrap my head around the designs of the pieces I want in there. So like, I can talk you through the current designs if you'd like. Absolutely. That might be quite helpful for me as well. Mm -hmm. So I have um, the first piece, which I referenced earlier, is my badger skull. Mm -hmm. He's been with me for a long time. Oh my god. <laughs> the f yeah. <laughs> He's called Herman. Right, I'm going to leave now. I hope you okay. can carry on this tutorial by yourself. <laughs> Hello, I've taken over the podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Um, oh god. Yeah, so that's Herman. Um, I'm going to forget about Herman. I hope that's okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so essentially, like, the badger skull, Herman, <laughs> is, I don't know, kind of like hand-sized mm. for the viewer. For, for, for our the tiny viewer, hands. For the listener, for our tiny little hands. Me and Lizzie have tiny hands. We do. Roughly badger skull-sized. Um, oh, God. But yeah, so I've got the badger skull. <laughs> oh my God, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Let me continue. Sorry, 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 sorry. I have the badger skull and I did a drawing around the skull. So I put him like on a piece of A3 paper, really hard tracing around him. Mm. But I did eventually manage to get a rough shape. My problem with this whole thing is that you keep referring to it as him. I'm sorry. I don't want to call it it. Uh, I'll try. I can do what you like. I drew around it. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. So I drew around it and then I kind of, using that shape, I then kind of went out from mm. it and sort of made like tree rings. Mm -hmm. um, so that was in pen. So yeah, I've got said skull. I've got this tree ring drawing that kind of goes out from the shape of the skull. Mm -hmm. It's obviously the same size and everything. Then that drawing is what I accidentally got embossed, um, <laughs> which honestly I'm pleased with it. It looks yeah, great. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, and then m me and Anna obviously are doing like a collaborative book and we've been collecting like quotes and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and Anna had a quote. Good old Robert. Yeah, good old, good old Robbie. Um, <laughs> And I think I just read it a couple of times and I was like, I really like that. Mm. And it basically speaks about like trace fossils and this idea of like, essentially like a trace fossil is like an imprint of something that was alive. Mm. So it's not like the actual living thing. It's not like a skeleton. Mm. It's like the other, it's like the other side of it, if that makes sense. Mm. So I wrote that quote up on another bit of A3 paper and I've kind of viewing it as like a nice little collection or series i don't know or maybe just one artwork mm. um but i want to hang them all next to each other so it will be the quote followed by the embossing followed by the skull followed by the drawing uh -huh. it'll be like in a nice row so that's one and i think the reason i kind of did that is like i think i'm quite interested in particularly for me anyway it's particularly like bones and wood those uh -huh. are the two things that i kind of look at mm. a lot but i'm quite interested in how that was that's material that has come from like a living organism that is no longer alive. And like, I think you draw very, or people in general draw very clear boundaries between like something that is living and something that is dead. And like, I personally say that like skulls and like skeletons, bones and wood sit in like a liminal space between the two. Like mm. they're no longer living things. They have no life to them, but like they almost have like life within it, mm. like in the material. Is that um, why you still refer to your skull as he? <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. Sorry, just say that way. Can you do carry on. Little Herman. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of 
the thought process mm. and like the concept that went into that collection of work. Mm. I'm very happy with that. I like that. What else do I have? I've just done a painting of oh, on one stunning. side. It's uh, it's a plant. It's called a bank uh, an acorn banksia. They are so cool. (laughs) So cool. Um, And the other side is a honey eater, which is a type of bird. So the reason I did that is because I've been looking at keystone species. So a keystone species is basically like a species that is integral to like almost just the continuation of a particular environment. Mm. So the acorn banksia and a honey eater are mutualist keystone species which means that they rely on each other to survive. Mm. Um, so essentially they're both pertinent to the environment within it. Like if they weren't there, the environment also wouldn't be there. But the reason I did like, I kind of did them in the pair and they're mutualist. So obviously the plant relies on the bird to be like pollinated and distributed so mm. it can continue to live. And the bird relies on the plant for food, I think. Uh-huh. But yeah, so they're quite like, it's quite interesting their relationship. So that was like a nice little painting. That's kind of why I did that painting. Mm. What, are, what other paintings do I have? Oh, I also have like a big painting that's like, currently it's four small circles going oh, yeah. down. I might add more circles either side, depending on time. But essentially like each circle is like quite a zoomed in image mm. of the colour and pattern and texture of particular Cornish like organisms. Oh, yeah. Again, it's that idea of like quite random connections. Like you kind of look at it and you're like, it's just some close-up shots of various animals, mm. but actually, like, they're all Cornish organisms, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then obviously I've got, like, I've got work from, like, previous, like, I've got some bones and some objects and, like, you know, I'll do some, like, small drawings of that. Like, that side of thing I'm not too worried about because I don't have as much reasoning for those. They're mm. just things that fit into my practice and I like. Yeah. And, you know, like, sketchbook works like little drawings they're kind of just reminiscent of like observational drawings Uh and collecting things and like having multiples of things and like if I've got a jay feather a painting of a jay feather a drawing of a jay feather painting of a jay feather on wood a print of a jay feather (laughs) and they're all exactly the same like how does that change what it is you're looking at Mm. so that's that side of thing again I'll just figure out but yeah, the thing that I'm struggling with at the moment is trying to plan my paintings. Right. Purely okay. because like I don't have a lot of time left and I really, really want to do a painting that has embossed text on it. So yeah, I think I'm just struggling to like almost... Pin it down. Yeah, just kind of figure out like what I want. And obviously, as referenced earlier, BMW Shark, rest in peace. Um, BMW Shark has unfortunately been destroyed. Um, Well, not destroyed, but he's been damaged and it means I can't display him anymore, which I'm actually gutted about. Mm. So again, I have that thing of like, do I repaint that exactly the same? Do I adjust the design slightly to make it fit into something I want a little bit better? Mm. Do I like... I just don't know, like, I have a few ideas, which I'd quite like to talk through with you, but I see you've written things, so... Oh, the things I've written are mainly, like, me just taking notes on what you've been saying. Nice. I I wrote uh, Bones and Wood. Nice. And then I wrote Keystone Species. (laughs) I feel like that's, that is a good... Oh my gosh, my words. (laughs) Right. That is another example of, like, where you could do the science writing thing of, like... You don't even have to write necessarily about the two direct things. You could just have a definition of a keystone species next to it or like, like or like mutualist keystone species, something like that. 
the other the other thing I wrote was like I just really like the idea of the sort of hidden links that you have yeah. like with the Cornwall one it's such a clear link like oh they're all Cornish but you wouldn't know it and it just it, it like asks an interesting question of how much do the does the viewer need to know like yeah is it important that they know that it's Cornish like I think it's it's mm. nice to know that there's a link I guess I don't know it's really down to you yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. And weirdly, even though I asked you this earlier, like, weirdly not something I'd considered myself, mm. I think I would... Oh, yeah, you do, that's I think yeah. I would quite like the viewer to know that, like, there are connections. Mm. I don't necessarily mind if it's not clear what the connection is, mm. but also I don't want someone to go up to the piece of artwork and just be like, oh, that's like a nice painting of a plant and a bird yeah. and like not think about it further. Like if I don't tell them what the connection is, I still want them to be going to that artwork, going up to that artwork and being like, right, let's figure this out. Like what is yeah. the connection? And like, I don't know how to do that without kind of being like, you know, there is a connection, like this is it. Yeah. Well, I suppose, I suppose that's where it, the text can be a middle ground of like, if you label, I can't remember the name of the, the, the honey, Honey eater. Honey eater and the acorn, acorn banks thingy. Yeah. yeah, so even if you just had the, the literal just honey eater acorn banks yeah. next to it, then that is something that people can research if they wanted to. Yeah. Or like, you know, again, if you just had keystone species, like it's there's a little bit of something, there's a little clue. Yeah. But it's not being like, I have painted these two things because I'm interested in X, Y, Z, and these things are this thing. Yeah. You know, like it's... I do, I actually but... really love your idea of almost like having definitions of the things I've painted. Because, mm, yeah, like, if someone it. was to look, it's quite, you know, if they have the definition Ooh, of it, they'd figure it out. And it really works with that idea that we were going to have the bookshelf, because it's, like, it's very, like, researchy, science-y, sort of. Like, you're almost yeah. going there to learn, in a way. Like Oh, I love that. Like, I, I don't know that necessarily you'd want to... I don't know that we fall fully into the category of, like, an educational exhibition or anything, but... And again, with like maybe that would help with having text on the the, the embossed text on the painting. Yeah. If you're running with that theme, then you could have a definition of something, and then you paint the thing yeah. or something like that. Like again, you could have you could maybe find two other, for example, another set of two keystone species that mm. are like, what was, is it mutualist? Is that what yeah? You, you do get mutualist ones. It's funny you say that because I do actually have it. This yeah. <laughs> I have. Keystone species. Uh huh. So you get like predator, prey, ecosystem engineer, mutualist, plants, umbrella species, and indicator species. Mm -hmm. There are a few more, but like these are the ones that I quite liked. Mm -hmm. The indicator species are quite interesting just mm -hmm. because it basically means like an indicator species is it's really sensitive to like environmental change. Mm -hmm. So like oysters are an indicator species. So like you can often tell if something is wrong with the water because the oysters will start reacting. Oh, cool, so, yeah. like, they indicate changes in the environment that can then be used to, like... Yeah, like, they pick up on it before we do sort of thing. They're, like, a warning. But, yeah, there's loads of those. And That's then cool. I like umbrella species. They're pretty cool because they're, like... They're tied to, like, geog geographic range and they're usually, like, migratory species. Mm. So, like, I think elephants... Yeah, I'm pretty sure elephants are umbrella species because, mm. obviously, they, like cover like a massive sorry we're getting water like literally sprayed at our window oh, is it rain or is it it's them cleaning next door wow how dare they nice little clean while they're at it 
Maybe they've heard about the COVID. Yeah, maybe they have. <laughs> <laughs> a little spray down. <laughs> but yeah, so like, there's different types of keystone species, which again, I could do something with. I think the reason I was thinking about going back to BMW shark. Mm. Oh yes, I know you hate that name. <laughs> I just, I was trying to keep a straight face and I was like, I just can't do it. <laughs> like the reason I was thinking of repainting that is both because it was like quite a important piece in the development of my practice, mm. but also the fact that like that piece was very specifically about deep time. And mm. like, I currently don't feel like I have anything about deep time and yet it is part of my practice that like I do think about quite a lot. Mm. So I almost want a piece that is about deep time to like check that off. And I'm just I'm just not entirely sure what I'm doing because obviously there's that and then there's like the whole I want a piece of work that's got embossing on it. Like do I use a quote, do I use a definition? I don't really know. I just don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, I think it does sound I like I don't know why I can't say sentences today. I start with such confidence and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I think you do sound like you know what you're doing. Like everything you've said, great. Like you've got reasons for it. Like you're considering like the display options. Like it's all, and you even said so yourself, you're feeling great. Woo. So like, I think it makes sense to repaint BMW Shark. I know yeah. it's annoying, but like, in some ways it's sometimes nice to have a pretty mindless, like to just yeah. be like, okay, I don't need to think about that. I know exactly what I need to do. I just need to do it. Yeah. Like that's quite nice to just have that. And I think, yeah, just being like, okay, it's annoying, but I've got to do that. Fine. And then your other one, the embossed thing, is nice yeah. in a different way because you're like, okay, I get to think about exactly what I want this yeah. from this. And I do think, yeah, like the whole having a definition might be nice, like a definition of a type of keystone species and then an That's example. That's actually a good point. You know, it's kind of a different way of bringing those two things together. But or I suppose, I mean, yeah, it is like a bit of time management at this point. Like yeah. you could have a look through our quotes document, but I guess you don't really want to be quite a lot to be fair. Yeah. Like you don't want to start sort of reading those new books and things trying yeah. to get quotes. So, you know, I guess maybe look through the quotes, be like, oh, are there any that really jump out that I might want to use and like that have an image associated with yeah. or use definition? Because I think actually this is, I really like the idea of using like the definition of a keystone species. Mm. And like, say if I use like the definition of like an indicator species, have that embossed and then paint like oysters. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. I think that could be Do nice. you know what I mean? That's quite nice. So I do really like that idea. And I guess the other thing I was thinking with the BMW shark is that I have actually found a couple of quotes that are very relevant to deep time. Oh. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's one that I could like redo and revamp a little bit. What, as in like emboss that as well? Yeah. Because mm. like I could you know, I could emboss like the deep time quotes and then do the BMW shark painting over the top, yeah. change the layout slightly, yeah. just because like what the BMW shark, obviously sharks are as a species, like Hello. so old, <laughs> like, so old. Mm. I think it's like, like is it like over 400 million years old as a species? I couldn't tell you, but uh, yeah, I they've feel survived like, like long. they've survived like four out of five major extinction events. Like they're mm. the only species to do that. They're insane. Yeah. So like obviously very old, and then I kind of went down a slight. I think I almost got slightly confused, in that <laughs> I drew a tree or I painted a tree, and the tree I painted is the oldest known tree. You know, it's the first evolution of a tree, which obviously pretty old. Hmm. I think what I got confused on is that I know there's a fact that like circles the internet quite a lot, which is true, is that sharks are older than trees. Right. So for some reason, I then did a tree 
Oh, so was it supposed to be vaguely chronological? Well, if that's not the right not word. Not really. But... This is the thing, because then the last one I did was carbonaceous chondrites. Chondrites, yeah. The I meteorite. was reading about them the other day, yeah. Yeah, which obviously is the oldest known solid material mm. in our solar system. So, like, I've got a really, really super old species of shark like, that's just super impressive. Mm. The oldest known material like in our solar system. And for some reason, I did a tree. And, like, it's the oldest version of a tree, but actually trees aren't that old. And I don't know why I did the tree. So mm. then I was thinking maybe I could, like, do one that's... Do another painting that, like, maybe is embossed, maybe isn't. But is almost like BMW Shark point two. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, I've re-evaluated what I've painted slightly. So I'd probably still have the shark. Oh, I see. I'd probably okay. still have the meteorite. Like, maybe I'd swap out the tree for, like... How's old? I mean, I do think the tree works, however... The rings of Saturn. Ah. Oh, but again, I'm doing it again because I said that um, sharks are older than the rings of Saturn. Oh, yeah. And, like, sharks are older than trees, and for some reason I painted a tree, and now I'm going to sum out the tree for the rings of Saturn, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that is tricky, isn't it? I mean, there's lots of... I guess it's like... Because it's like if you've got the oldest thing. Yeah. Like, it's like you've got a category of, like, the oldest uh, material. Yeah. And then the oldest animal. So I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with having, like, the oldest plant. That's true. Like, I think it's just... It doesn't need to be necessarily, like... Like, it's still pretty old. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, like... At the time, I was fine with it, but I think now that I've got a new mindset of, like, I'm doing artwork to almost, like, fill a particular role, mm. I then started to, like, think about it maybe a little bit more critically, and I was like, actually, is that the best way of, like, representing deep time? Is, like, going for, like... A weird mixture of it. I just don't Do you know. know what could be interesting and this is maybe taking it off a bit of a tangent yeah I for some reason what sprung to mind is like cyanobacteria they're very old they are they? very old, old and, boys. and I I think I read the other day now this could be wrong but carbonaceous chondrites did they bring or help bring water I think so yeah and cyanobacteria made oxygen mm. I don't know where the shark would fit in with that, but it's just another... Sorry. That's I interesting. Just throw something in the mix and it just completely change everything. But, you know, if there's any way you could sort of, I don't know, do something... To, like That's quite processy of, like, yeah. you know, this brought water, this brought oxygen. Both are important. If there's something else, like, yeah. volcanoes brought nitrogen. I don't yeah. think that's true, but, you know, like... No, I like that. Something else like that. Particularly but because, then, like... Obviously, a lot of the reason I started doing this stuff is because I started watching One Strange Rock. And, like, obviously, that is very, like, the first episode is about... Is it about, like, oxygen or water? I don't know, it's diatomes, like, that sort of vibe. Mm. The second one was where I got the carbonaceous chondrite from... So is that true, that brought water? I don't know, I can't remember. (gasps) Because there's just... the reason I can't remember is because I fell asleep in that episode. I was quite ill and I watched, like, the first 15 minutes and then I just woke up, like, an hour later (laughs) and I was like, hello. (laughs) Because my problem was... Yeah, this book that I read, The Sea Around Us, is like yeah. quite old. So I was basing a lot of my science on that, which was a mistake. Because <laughs> I was right in the 60s. And so now I'm really confused with my science. But I think... Yeah, I read something on the internet, but then there was... I don't think people know quite how we got water, essentially, is the problem. Yeah. Anyway, that's by the by. But, um, so yeah, whether there's something like that you could do. Although I'm aware that's kind of opening up more, which isn't helpful and it needs to be closed down. To be honest, I think sometimes if, like, what you've got that's, like... I don't know, if you've closed down a bit and, like, you know, you've left with what you've got, mm. if that isn't working, like, sometimes it is quite useful to open it back up again and, like, involve new things. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's that. And then another question I had, which is a little bit more compositional, 
But are you envisaging, if that's envisioning, whatever the word is, the painting and the embossing physically overlapping? Or is it going to be painting one bit of the page, embossing like underneath something? Um, like I was going to like integrate the two. Ooh, nice like, I don't necessarily know if the painting would go over the embossing, but like maybe I'd have like the embossing. Like if I used a quote, I'd break it up into different sentences and like put it at sort of different oh, points and then the painting would just be, you know, I'd kind of have my composition just whack it on and like wouldn't if it like overlapped or something. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I, mean, I think I just like the mix of two. Yeah. I don't know quite why I had that question written down. I don't know if that like hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that would change. Yeah. What you'd depict i don't think it would i was just because to be honest this is another thing that i was thinking of which like i'm not thinking about too too much but you know in the book that we're doing like obviously you've done like a drawing of i can't remember last that one. Oh last, yes it could actually last could year right and then you were gonna have like oh yeah the name underneath like a bit of text underneath yeah like, it was quite like, scientific -y. yeah that sort of thing i just there's something about that layout that i really like is that you know like an image with text underneath very neat and kind of sciencey yeah like I, I kind of vibe with that like yeah that's fair but then particularly because like embossing I'm obviously running into the slight issue of money money um, money, money yeah. <laughs> because I don't like the border that embossing leaves oh I see so therefore I want the zinc pipe to be bigger than the piece of paper mm. I'm embossing onto obviously my pieces of paper I paint on are quite big and I did mm. ask if I were to do an embossing that was like the zinc plate was bigger than the piece of paper that I was using, mm. how much it would cost. And I think the plate alone would cost like 34 quid. And then I'd have to get that made onto a screen, which would probably be another 30 quid. That's like just for one piece. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So there was something about the like nice kind of almost like bordered piece of embossed Yeah, I was going like to say, bordered drawing, I do like, quite like that. Yeah, I just think there's something quite nice about it. Ooh! Ah! We could have seen that tutorial. coming. My tutorial! Um, but I think, I don't know how well, yeah, that would work if you're trying to like, space the text around in a funky way. Mm. But yeah, if it's just a neat box at the, at the bottom, I think that would be quite yeah. nice. Which, yeah. So I think, I think really I need to, I think, in summary, my mm. issue is that I'm having compositional doubts or well, not doubts but like compositional options yeah of like do i make it all nice and neat and lined up in a box mm. or do i kind of mess things about do i do it big do i do it small to like save me money and then i'm having almost like subject doubts what why am i using the word doubts you're not doubting yourself i'm not fine. i don't know why i'm using the word doubt <laughs> subject options. options yeah which again like do i do keystone species do i use quotes and if so what quotes and I think I'm similar to you in that I just have a lot almost like floating around in my brain and I'm trying to kind of like like bash them into categories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well again then maybe it's the same thing for you. Maybe you need to like write it out and see what you're missing because obviously you're like, I'm missing deep time, hence I want BMW yeah. Shark. And then see if there's anything else that you're missing that you could do with the last yeah. one. Or, I don't know, like depending on time and money, could you even... Uh, what's the phrase kill two birds with one stone and bmw shark with embossing becomes your embossing and painting one that you wanted yeah i'm yeah. aware that i'm just opening up more questions for you no point. i think to be honest like they're kind of questions that were very much like floating in my head i just wasn't actually directly answering them myself mm. and then you know then if it's like one piece that's doing lots of things for you then maybe you could throw loads of money at it 
just because it's like you know yeah it's a degree show it only happens once you yeah know, like a big old investment just in one yeah. thing maybe i think that's it i think maybe i just need to sit down and like consider things a little bit more mm. um this has been so helpful like oh, verbalizing my brain though. Good. i'm glad because i didn't know that i was being very useful but i'm glad it was helpful it to was just have helpful. a platform to to speak indeed Fab. <laughs> okay well this has been a longer episode it has thank you for bearing with us it's been good any final words i feel like we've i mean <laughs> i will be killing you at the end of this episode I feel like we very much started and finished this quite quickly. Like, we just sat down and were like, right, let's go. And now it's like, cool, okay, right, we're done. Um, <laughs> nice. Anything else? <laughs> I feel like, are we missing a bit? I don't think so. I feel like we've said everything we need to say. Yeah. Cool. Sick. Well, I guess you'll hear from us in two weeks' time. <laughs> I still feel like something's wrong here. Um, I hope you have a great two weeks and nobody in your household gets COVID. Yes. And that you're heating in hot water works. Yes. Just to leave off where we started. Oh, dear. Single tear. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us and we'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.